Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Kayla Nolan. We're in Arizona right now as I record. I'll explain in a second. I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, you probably already know by now, but... There's definitely an elephant in the room in today's episode. I got engaged over the weekend and I'm going to talk about it for my not your typical obsession this week, but I did want to talk about the topic of the episode, which is going to be all the questions that you guys gave me about your fitness routine and just your routine in general. I put a question box on my Instagram two days ago and I put any questions that you guys have about your routine, if you need any help in the gym, any motivation, all that. And I got such good questions. So I thought it'd be fun to just do a question and answer type of podcast. And honestly, I want to do these once a month because I was looking through all the question uh, questions and I was like, this is such good questions. Like, I feel like we are going to hit a lot of different areas today. So I'm excited, but let's get started with the not your typical obsession, dislike and word of the week. Obviously, as I just mentioned, we got engaged this past weekend. So, of course, that was not your typical obsession. Definitely not your typical because this is the first time I've ever been engaged in my entire life. I have been dating Hunter for six and a half years, almost seven years. Our anniversary is February 5th. And I'm just going to share the entire engagement story. And I wanted to have Hunter on the podcast to explain it with me, but he's working today. So, he didn't care if I just explained it all. So it was like six o'clock on Thursday morning. Hunter had to wake up for a meeting for his job. And this is pretty normal. Like I'd say like once every two weeks, he has to wake up at like five and have this Zoom meeting that's really quick. So I knew he was going to have that. So he woke up that morning and then he ended up waking me up and was like, we should go to sunrise. And at first I was like, I'm so tired. I actually don't want to go, which is so funny because normally my personality is like, oh my gosh, like, yes. But for some reason, like that night, I wasn't sleeping well and I woke up super tired. And I remember even like waking up to my alarm at six and I snoozed it and I thought to myself, I'm going to sleep in today because I'm so tired. So he woke me up around like 6.45 and he was like, we should go to the beach for sunrise. And this also wasn't that surprising because we've been talking about for a while that we want to start going to the beach for sunrise. So I was like, oh, that's cute. Like he just is choosing today because he's already up. So when I first was like, oh, I'm kind of tired. Can we go another day? He was like, well, we're going to Arizona this weekend, so we should just go right now. And then I was like, okay, this is one day that like he's waking up. He's telling me to go where usually I'm the early side of the relationship where I wake up a lot earlier. So normally I feel like I would have to wake him up to go to sunrise. So that's why in my mind, I was like, okay, I can just take a nap today. So I got up. I didn't think really anything of it for like a split second. I was like, 
I wonder if he's just doing this because he wants to propose. But at the same time, I didn't really fully think that because I just never pictured it in the morning for some reason. So I was like, should we take Coco? And he was like, yeah, let's take Coco. So that right there, I was like, okay, it's not going to happen because our dog is pretty crazy and it's really stressful to go in public with Coco. So we've mentioned before how like we would want Coco at the wedding, but we probably couldn't have her at the wedding. We'd want her at the engagement, probably couldn't have her. Our friends Lauren and Keiko had their dog at their proposal. And I remember we were saying like, oh gosh, like Coco would go crazy if like Hunter wasn't giving her her full attention. Like even if Hunter got on a knee next to Coco, like she would jump on him. So we've mentioned that before. So that's when I was like, okay, definitely not happening. And either way, like I wasn't going to put much thought into it because at the end of the day, like even if you think it's going to happen, like what are you going to do? You're not going to be like, oh, are you going to propose? So I just put on a bunch of cozy sweaters. I put a sweatshirt on and then put a jacket over top because I knew it was going to be cold at the beach. I was wearing leggings. My hair was all messy and like dirty. I put it up in a ponytail. And what really threw me off too is when we were on the way to the beach that he wanted to go to, I was like, oh, Coco got fleas at this beach, so we probably shouldn't go to that beach with Coco. And he was like, oh, we could go to any beach. So then we switched the plan and we went to a different beach. It's just like our normal day-to-day life where it's like, oh, let's go here. Oh, no, never mind. Let's go here. It was really loose and chill. So we were walking at the beach. We went down to the beach we always go to. We actually got kicked off the beach because Coco was being too loud and it was sunrise, so it was super early. I don't think dogs are even allowed on the beach until like eight or something. So we walked around for probably an hour. We went to a different beach. We went to this walk. And this is the walk that we go to all the time. And then we were like, let's go to the very end of this walk. Because it's like a pretty long walk, probably half a mile. And then you can actually walk down this one path and it takes you to the water. So that's what we did. And then when we got down to the beach, Coco was running around off leash because nobody was down there. And that's when he proposed. And... It was so cute, like genuinely felt like nobody in the world was awake. Like it was foggy, it was early, it was at sunrise. Not one person was on the beach. There was scuba divers that were like really far down the beach that we could see and we were like joking about them. And then when he proposed, I was like, in my head, I was like, wait, are these like scuba divers, like photographers or something? But as the proposal went on and stuff, he was like, we're literally alone. And then the best well, not the best part, obviously. The best part was just like talking and Hunter proposing and that moment. But he just went above and beyond for the proposal. He had the idea to print out an engagement day itinerary, which I'm sure you guys have seen on my TikTok because I can't shut up about it. Because I thought it was the cutest thing, like, especially because I think the way that Hunter proposed just shows how much he knows me. And it was just so thoughtful. That's the word that everybody has been saying. It's like, oh my gosh, you're so thoughtful because it really is. It's such an intentional way to show me like that he wanted me to have a perfect day. So he showed me that he printed out this itinerary and something that you guys didn't see on TikTok or anywhere is that he actually printed out two different ones. The first one he printed out was the one that you guys saw on Instagram. And then he actually decided to print out a second one because he went on my Pinterest. He searched my name on Pinterest and found um, a menu that I had saved from a wedding from someone else's wedding and he saw that it was like this certain design it was like a squiggle design i'll post the picture on my podcast instagram so you guys can have a visual but he tried to copy that as specifically as he could and he said that he even like screenshotted the photo reverse searched the color red that it was and then used that color red because i had saved that on my pinterest so he was like oh she saved this like she definitely likes this aesthetic so cute i was like how did you even think of that like my brain doesn't think like that but 
I didn't take a picture of that one on my Instagram and TikTok because we had left one of them in the car and I brought the other one inside. So when I was FaceTiming everybody, I was showing them. And when I took the photo of the menu or like the itinerary in the car, that was the one that I had left. So I didn't even get to post the squiggle one. But also I feel like something I didn't realize was that day, it actually didn't go by really fast because we woke up so early, which was so nice. Like we had the entire day and Hunter actually had to work a couple times throughout the day. So I got to FaceTime some of my friends when I was getting ready and I guess it did feel like kind of a long day because we just did so many things, but it was really hard to like live in the moment, also capture a few things from the day. And at the end of the day, I feel like the most important thing was to just be in the moment and spend time with Hunter and FaceTime our family, our close friends. And like the second part of it is obviously getting some of the memories, but the most important part was being in the memory. So at least I can share as much as I can on the podcast, but some things I didn't like get a photo of in the moment, but it was just a perfect day. The itinerary was 7 a.m. Say yes, go on a walk with Coco, coffee. We went to Starbucks after and we just got coffees like it was a normal day. It was so fun. We FaceTimed our parents at the beach and then I also FaceTimed Katie at the beach because Katie actually helped Hunter set everything up, like helped him figure out the squiggle thing. So she already knew and I knew she was going to be awake, like waiting. So I called her and then when we went to coffee, the next thing on the list was actually a workout which I got a few comments on my TikTok that was like, why did he put workout? Like what? Like they were just confused. But first of all, I feel like if you know me, then you know, like I literally work out on my birthday. I I love working out. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. It's my biggest passion. It's something that I mentally enjoy. So I didn't think that that was far off at all. Like I love that he put that on there because he knew I was going to want to, especially because I had like all this like pent up excitement. And I feel like it was so nice to go work out and like, I don't know. It was just such a nice little addition to the itinerary. So he actually knew that I already had a workout booked because I've been going to the spin instructor, Patrick, you guys know about him. And he was out of town for a really long time, like almost like a week and a half. And I hadn't really been to spin since he left. So I was really excited to go to his class, which I talked about on our walk the day before too. I was like telling him, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go. And like, even that whole week I was like, oh, I miss Patrick. Like his spin class is just the best class. Nothing else compares to it. So I wasn't really going to spin. And then that was the only class I could go to of his before we went to Arizona. And we had planned to go to Arizona already for the week for a Halloween party on Friday, which we went to last year too. And it was so much fun. And then also we wanted to see our friends Lily and Andy before they went home to Montana because they just got engaged. So all this just like fit perfectly together. And yeah, I went to my workout. We came home. I got ready for the day. We FaceTimed some of our friends. Hunter had to work a little bit, which was totally fine because then I got like a lot of time to get ready. And I had literally the perfect dress to wear. I wore this polka dot dress from Free People on Revolve. And I actually had just gotten that dress. So I was like excited to wear it. I wore that. We went to um the beach before which is some of the videos you guys would have seen he gave me a surprise and then we went to Bottega Angelina which is our favorite restaurant it overlooks all of Orange County and it was also really cute because that restaurant is next to our old house it was just such a special day I feel like nothing will ever amount to the excitement that I had that day and just the love I felt from not only our family and our friends but also Hunter and I just could not plan a better engagement than that like I also just think the way that he did it knowing that having it really intimate and just us two 
was the perfect way to just like spend the moment together. The only thing I can add to this is don't settle. Find someone who knows you. Find someone that like wants to show you how much they love you. So thank you so much for all of your guys' like excitement around it. I was definitely expecting that, but I wasn't expecting you guys to be so excited and to just like genuinely be almost as happy as I was. Yeah, I'm excited to share some wedding content with you guys and hopefully take you guys around with me for everything. The wedding dresses, all of that. We're actually going to probably have a short engagement. Like I mentioned at the beginning, we've talked about a wedding multiple times and like we definitely are summer people in terms of a wedding, like in terms of a celebration. So we will probably have a wedding pretty soon, which means that all of the wedding content will get pushed out quickly. And I'll take you guys around with me for everything that I can around YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, everything. So let's get into the actual episode. Obviously, I don't have not your typical dislike of the week. Like literally ever since we got engaged, there has not been a moment where I wasn't on top of the world. So we're forgetting about that. And then the word of the week will just be celebrate because we're in Arizona. We already went to engagement dinner with both of our families. But let's get into the questions. The first one that I screenshotted was how to be entertained while working out. I love working out, but I do feel like it gets boring to me and then that affects my motivation. I would honestly say figure out if you like to listen to a podcast, figure out if you like workout classes, figure out if you like listening to music, what type of music you want to listen to, because I do think that that makes a really big difference. And I feel like this is a very overlooked detail in the fitness world because I've definitely gone to workouts with like my headphones dead or say I'm at a workout class and they're just playing music that I don't love or even the vibe of the class. I'm someone that really likes like a high intensity vibe when I'm working out, no matter what, like even if it is Pilates, even if I am doing a lower intensity day, I like the vibe of music just being really motivational. And I feel like slower music or even like, for example, country music, I'm not a country music listener. So if I'm listening to something I don't like, then I'm not going to get into my workout. And I think that's a huge part of why I always find spin instructors that I love and then I keep going to them because usually a lot of that has to do with their music and just the environment of the workout. And that can really change by the entertainment that you're listening to. Same thing goes for like a podcast. So if you're listening to a podcast that maybe not, maybe isn't the most uplifting podcast and then you're listening to it at the gym, maybe that is affecting your motivation. So my favorite things to do with working out like entertainment wise is if I'm on the treadmill, I'll put on a YouTube video. I feel like that's fun. Obviously be very careful. Um, but I like to put on people like Cindy Adams. I like to put on some of my friends like JC, just people who have a really positive vibe that makes me feel like I'm in a good mood because at the end of the day, going to the gym, the, mo- the main thing for me is to have a mood boost. And a lot of that is obviously entertainment. You don't want to be like scrolling on Instagram through like Instagram models or fitness models and start comparing yourself while you're on the treadmill. That's not going to make you feel good. So I would honestly say just test out different things. Um, I really like to listen to podcasts. I like listening to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I really like my friend Rebecca Lay's podcast. It's called Within You Co. And obviously I just love listening to like SZA, Drake, Travis Scott. Just find whatever you vibe with and test out different things. But just know that it does make a big difference, I would say. Before we keep going, I wanted to mention the sponsor of today's podcast, which is Pros. I actually was just talking to my friend about how my hair care line needed to be refreshed because I've been using the same hair care 
for a really long time, almost four plus years. And recently my hair has been feeling a little bit more greasy just because I feel like my hair was getting used to what I was using. So I really wanted to switch it up, have an entire new routine and Pros is what I landed on because Pros actually has you take a customized quiz, which really surprised me. There was a lot of questions on there like, what's your zip code? Do you have damage level to your hair? Do you exercise a lot? Do you wear a ponytail when you sleep? So many different questions, even down to like your eating habits. And I just knew that Pros is what I wanted to go with, not only because Pros lets you actually tweak the formula that you're going to get for your hair, which is really cool, customizable. I love that Pros is also a carbon neutral certified B Corp, which makes Pros an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty free. They're also one of the first custom beauty brands to go carbon neutral. Also, if you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've had, they'll actually take the products back with no questions asked, which is so cool as a company. So custom made to order hair care from Pros has your name all over it you guys can take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today you guys can go to pros.com slash nyt that's p-r-o-s-e dot com slash n-y-t for your free in-depth hair consultation and you'll get 15% off you guys just have to trust me they're so good thank you guys pros for sponsoring and let's get back into it the next one is a trigger warning and it has to do with weight Also, just in general, don't listen to this podcast episode if it doesn't make you feel the best. Totally okay to skip it since a lot of these topics are coming from you guys. So some of them could be maybe triggering. But this one says, I can't seem to lose weight no matter what I do. I would say with this one, I think similar to if you're stressing about your skin or you're stressing about an insecurity or work, the worst thing we can do is to continue to stress about it and continue to go down that funnel. So for me... In terms of making the gym a more positive place is to find a reason why that just doesn't have to do with body image and i'm not here to say oh having a body image goal is bad or good or this or that i can't speak for anybody i am not like this top person that has all the key things to tell you guys about wellness and fitness and i just know from my experience when i think about fitness I try to relate it to the feeling. I try to relate it to how I feel confident after, how I feel energized after, how I sleep better, how I'm in a better mood, how I enjoy it, how I've met friends, how I get to get out of the house, how I like dressing in cute outfits. Like every little thing that I try and incorporate into my goals has to do with how I feel. And that to me is more positive. Yes, maybe you do have some physical goals, but if it's something like, this person is saying that it's making them feel stressed out or upset then maybe try and shift the focus on something else and also never feel embarrassed to get help in certain situations i am such a huge advocate for therapy and i just feel like if you can open up to someone that is a strong thing it's not something to be embarrassed about and i would just say for me i really try to focus on everything that has to do with how i feel with fitness to make it more positive This one says, I'm in a motivation rut, but I really want to stick to my routine. I would say for this one, when we stress about something, it honestly feels like a chore and it feels like something that becomes negative in our life. And from the beginning, I've always tried to say that looking at fitness as something we add into our life is for me the best mindset because I feel like when we think of something as fun, when we think about something as, oh, this makes me feel good, this makes me feel confident, this energizes me, it makes me sleep better, those are all things that are adding to our life. But for 
my experiences in the past when I thought of fitness as, oh, I didn't get to the gym this day. Oh, I'm not seeing the results I want to see. I am not hitting this PR. I am not as good as this person or this person goes more than me or this person has more time than me. That to me feels more negative and it's almost like a comparison. Whereas the way that I try and focus on wellness now in my life and focus on fitness is just thinking of all the things that it brings to my life. And I think when we think of it in that way, it's more encouraging. Therefore, the words that they use is I want to stick to it. Then it becomes easier to repeatedly go and actually hit the goals that you're looking to hit. And also just be kind to yourself. You don't need to quote unquote stick to it every single day. You don't need to have this routine that it's like 100% every day. I always am telling you guys that I just strive to be 1% better a day. And that goes for my fitness journey too. I feel like I've definitely in the past wanted to be perfect. And I've realized that that doesn't even make me feel better than it does when I do skip some days or when I am more intuitive with it. So just from my experience, having the mindset of it's okay if I'm not 100% hitting every single goal that I'm setting, but at least I'm putting in effort and I'm doing the things to add to my life. That's what makes me feel really good. The next one is how do I incorporate my favorites in one week? I feel like there's so many things I love doing, strength training, Pilates, boxing, etc. I totally relate to this. This is such a good question because I have felt this so much in the past year. I started working out a year ago at the gym. I used to lift a long time ago. If you guys have listened to my fitness journey, you know that that's the first thing I did to get into wellness was lifting. And I had a really like structured split and everything. I loved it. Went zero to 100, kind of burnt myself out with it. Went to college, didn't really work out much. And then this past year, I moved to California. I got a gym membership and I also was getting my personal training license. So I was really learning about fitness and I just got fully into lifting again i loved it felt good and then at the same time i started going to pilates with my friend because one i wanted to see my friends and two i really loved the workout and then i also loved spin because i became obsessed with spin last year and then i also started working out with friends sometimes because they'd be like oh i'm going to the gym at this time do you want to come i started feeling like how do i make a split that actually is beneficial to balancing out my strength throughout my body and having a really well-rounded workout routine obviously to prevent injury and also to feel my best and to be strong in different areas but at the same time I also want to see my friends and I want to intuitive workout and it is very hard to find a routine that actually makes you feel your best but I would say the one thing I try and keep in mind is just don't overwhelm myself I know it's really hard to say no but sometimes I will say no to a friend if it's a workout For example, if I already went to Pilates one day, but someone's like, oh, do you really want to, like, could you go to yoga with me tonight? There's been times where I've said no. And it does stink sometimes to say no, especially because we want to see our friends. But at the same time, it's okay to say no. It's okay not to do every single workout that we want to do that week. It's okay to not do any of them, you know? I think that what has worked for me to kind of split everything up is... I'll try and go to like one class a week and then I do primarily like to lift. But what I really try and focus on is having different days for different muscle groups. So on Mondays, I like to do legs. And even when I go to the bar classes that I go to, that's primarily legs. So I almost plan out the workout classes I go to based on 
the muscle I haven't worked that week. So if I do really want to go to Pilates, but say I lifted the day before, if I lifted legs, I'll try and look on the Pilates schedule and see if there's any that has to do with arms or maybe full body or something that's not very specific to legs. And then if I know that I really want to go to spin that week, I will try not to do it right after leg day because spin is a lot of legs. Um, or I'll do it at the beginning of the week because it doesn't really make me sore. So I guess just like thinking about it and being intentional with the way that you split your workout is good. And then also just making sure that you're not like overwhelming yourself, saying yes to everything that has helped me the past year. And honestly, I think it's so fun to have different styles of workout. I love cross training and it also just helps me stay like inspired because if there's one workout that I don't really love at the time, like right now, I'm not really obsessed with Pilates like I was when I first tried it. I just don't do it and I move on to something else. And then eventually I'll probably get the spark again to want to go back. And it just keeps my fitness journey feel fun, not just mundane. And that's just a personal preference. If you do go lift every single day and that's the only thing you do, then cool. Like everybody can be totally different. There's no right way or wrong way to fitness. The next one is I need specific workouts to do at the gym. That's where I struggle. Yes, I think that it's really hard. I remember thinking back to my fitness journey at the very beginning. I was like, what do I even do if I go to the gym? Like the motivation was there. The want to work out was there. It just was the knowledge that I was lacking. And I always am trying to preach to you guys, learn about fitness, learn about exercise. There's so much free knowledge online. Natasha Ocean is my favorite person to watch on YouTube. She has so many videos about workouts, splits, the science behind exercise, the science behind your body. Whitney Simmons has a lot of great workouts on her YouTube channel. My friend Kelly Fuller Fit posts a lot of YouTube and Instagram workouts. Sammy Clark has form. So I would say even though there's a lot of free stuff on the internet, one, just make sure you're trusting who you're watching. You know, you want to make sure they're certified in some sort of way. You trust them. They're knowledgeable. And then two, for like the specific workouts, what really helped me get into the gym and get into a routine was investing in a workout plan. And I purchased one from an Instagram blogger that I followed. She was really the only girl I'd seen that posted a guide. It was Nat B Fit's guide. And I followed that. It was so good. Like I still will look back on that guide and do workouts from it. And I really liked it. It helped me stay motivated. I wasn't going every single day and being 100% with it. I was just, you know, using it as guidance. So I do feel like investing in your health in that sort of way is super helpful. I know Cindy Adams posts guides and you never know if I'll do one one day, but investing in that I do think is important if you can. If not, there's so many free workouts online and you know, knowledge is power, investing your time into actually learning about it. Like there's so much you can learn online. You don't have to take your CPT. You don't have to buy anything. So yeah, I would just say take time to learn about fitness just as much as you would actually taking time to go do it. And then also, of course, workout classes. You can sign up for a workout class and the trainer can help you out in that sort of setting. I know it's hard to give like generic advice because, you know, a lot of exercise programs and stuff do cost money, but I promise you can find some free ones. And if you can't, you can DM me and I can try and help you guys find some free stuff and like maybe even just YouTube channels and YouTube videos that I think are really helpful. Next one is every Monday when I wake up, I just feel like I have a lot of anxiety. I don't know how to change that. I'm very sorry you deal with that. Anxiety is the absolute worst and I feel like you don't understand anxiety unless you go through it. And I would say I relate to this a lot, especially on a Monday or like the Sunday scaries. And what really helps me at the beginning of the week is to write out every single thing that I need to remember for the week. 
even if it does feel overwhelming to have a lot to do it's almost like mind dumping it's like journaling and then even i know this sounds so cheesy and like i would not believe myself saying this a couple years ago but writing affirmations actually does help like at the beginning of the week like writing down i'm gonna have a good week i'm gonna be productive this week i'm gonna spread my workout i'm not gonna wait to the last minute i'm not gonna feel overwhelmed i'm gonna go into the week feeling good and also just finding ways that you de-stress so maybe that's praying maybe that's doing meditation maybe that's going doing yoga find ways that you can de-stress throughout the week that just help you personally because the most important thing is our mental health and also talking to a therapist i always say that but it's really hard when you know it's the beginning of the week and you have a lot to do so i totally understand i totally relate to you and know that you're not alone a lot of people feel that and never feel bad for feeling that even if you feel like i don't even have that big of a workload or i don't shouldn't even be stressed about this stuff sometimes we can't control it and sometimes stress just happens so what we can control is doing those de-stressing things and that's what i try and focus on when i do feel really anxious like a couple of weeks ago i talked to you guys about how i just had the worst couple of weeks like i don't know why i was feeling so anxious i was feeling so sad and i just really stood up for myself and i just did the things i knew that would make me feel better i cleaned i talked to my mom on the phone a lot i hung out with friends i worked out i hung out with hunter we cooked we like just did a lot of things i knew was going to make me feel better going to bed early and sometimes we just have to show up for ourselves when maybe our emotions aren't showing up for us and are making us feel worse but i'm sorry you have to deal with that um how to fit everything you need to do in that week or the day this is so hard especially as you get older and busier and you have more responsibilities you have different goals you want to cater to your personal life social life your school your work whatever it is i would say to time block that's the only thing that i can do to help myself like i have to look at the day in terms of the time and you have to be disciplined enough to stick to it. Like if I see that the time is kind of getting away from me, I will really try and stay back on that schedule because planning is such a good tool to keep ourselves one motivated, but also two, it prevents us from by the end of the day feeling like we didn't get to anything and having that overwhelming feeling. And then it pushes all that onto tomorrow. And then from the get-go tomorrow you're going to feel that pressure that you just like have a lot to do so i really try if i write a list to really stick to it and actually be realistic when i write the list this reminds me of when my mom came on or i interviewed my mom off the mic but i talked about it on the podcast she said to be super realistic when you're writing your to-do list don't write things you know that you're not going to get to don't write too much be very realistic and think what can i get done today how can i be efficient and then follow up with it and actually stick to it and back to it throughout the day to make sure that you are hitting those points last one is a specific question and they said core how often should i be doing core this is going to be different to everybody i actually if you follow me on tiktok or instagram you probably have seen that i incorporate core in almost every single exercise that i do and the reason for that is because the core is literally the core of our body it's the core of our exercise and my core needs to be strong for different reasons it needs to be strong for rdls it needs to be strong for spin it needs to be strong for different types of squats it needs literally everything for running for walking your core is like i said literally the core of your body and 
I find that the easiest way for me to actually build the strength in my core and to feel really stabilized throughout my workouts is to incorporate one to two core exercises at the end of all of my workouts. Probably I'd say like realistically three or four times a week I do it and I also just think about my core as I'm exercising. If I'm in my spin class, I really do try and remind myself throughout the class, okay, focus on my core, tight my core. And I want to make sure that even throughout the day, like my posture is good. So unfortunately, I feel like the answer most people don't want to hear is that I do work on it almost every time that I lift, which sounds like a lot. But once you get in the routine of it, it's pretty standard and it's pretty routine so yeah maybe you have a dedicated day where you do it after walking on the treadmill and yeah i just find it easiest and less overwhelming to kind of break it up throughout the week so that's everything i'm going to answer today this episode is getting so long because i obviously wanted to recap and just include you guys in such a big part of our life i know i didn't give like every single detail from the day but i also feel like some things should be left personal and intimate between me and Hunter. And at the same time, I obviously look at you guys as my best friends. So I want to share what I feel comfortable sharing and like let you into our life in that sort of way, especially because you guys have been here from the beginning and you guys know him, which is really exciting. So I just cannot wait for the future. I can't wait to share even more with you guys, but I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have the best week. My journal prompt this week is going to be kind of a creative one and it's going to be your vision board until the end of the year. So write down things that you just envision for yourself, kind of like a Pinterest board, but like writing, which I think is cute. So write down like what you would literally pin on Pinterest and it can be your vision board until the end of the year because there's only a couple more months until 2024, which is crazy, but exciting because now I'm going to be married in 2024. Obviously, I'm excited about that. But again, just let me know if you guys want any specific episodes. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.